Nobody asked, but during my recovery from my car accident, uh, I set out to do something very specific with my time. And that was not to get better, because apparently there is no getting better for me with the current treatments and um, medicines that I have. It was to finally beat Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate and the Intermission DLC, which I did during my three days of recovery at home. Now... <coughs> The Final Fantasy VII uh, main campaign wasn't something that I started and finished within those three days. Um, I want to say I was <coughs> pretty heavily through the game already. I just wanted to make sure like, I completed it then since I knew I was going to have time at home. And so I did that, and I got to start and finish uh, the intermission following Yuffie. <coughs> And as someone who's always been a fan of Final Fantasy VII, uh, the original one, um, you know, it took me a long time to get into it because I don't have a PS4, and I got the game on Steam uh, when it was on sale. And even when I got it, I didn't immediately jump into it because I was, one, I didn't have a lot of time for gaming, so it was just hard for me to be like, okay, let me actually get into uh, an RPG that's going to require hours of time. And, um, you know, I just didn't have that time to dedicate to that. And I didn't want to hop into it and then be like, oh, it's going to be weeks uh, or months before I can hop into it on a, you know, from like one day to another day. So I didn't want to deal with that. Um, <coughs> so in all in all, I want to say it took me less than two weeks of, you know, game uh, of real time to get it uh, done. And when I say this, though, I'm not saying like I completed it. Like I didn't do everything. I didn't replay cha uh, through chapter select to get like every um, outfit for Tifa, Aerith, and um, Cloud. I didn't um, complete all the side missions to get like, um, you know, the kiss from Jesse from the bike mini game. And, you know, all the side mini games like doing squats or um, pull ups. You know, I didn't get to uh, not to say I didn't get to do that but at the time I didn't dedicate myself to uh doing that first um in the moment there were things that I did like do I did all the side quests and all that <coughs> so there are things I uh, I did prioritize on doing in this first playthrough and there are things I definitely want to go back into um just for the sake of like experience all that I can through the game but for, uh and that the game has to offer but I didn't for this first playthrough, want to take too much away from like wanting to get through this story that was done and seeing the things that they changed and the things that they didn't and what they kept. Um, you know, I just wanted to experience that first. And now that I have, and right now I'm just going to focus on the main game for a little bit. <coughs> um, now that I have experienced it, I loved every second of it. It was a lot of fun. <coughs> it was great to get back into this world. Uh, specifically Midgar and seeing what it really could look like, you know, because you remember the polygon days of Final Fantasy VII on PlayStation 1 where back then that was amazing to look at, but now we're like, holy crap, Midgar looks amazing in all its, like, glory and, like, not glory when you think about how, like, the slums look, but the slums and everything look beautifully uh, rendered and created 
for this modern age of gaming. <coughs> the voice acting spot on. It's just, it was a wonderful experience. <coughs> and when I say pacing got slow, um, there were times where some of the side quests just felt like meh. Um, and I know I enjoyed the side quests that really got me to um, interact with some of the main characters that people remember, especially, you know, the avalanche team of Jesse Wedge and Biggs um, and just some of the more in like more prominent NPC characters that like people remember the most. <coughs> it was nice to have that time to, you know, get to care about them more. And obviously that's part of how everyone, uh, learn to fall in love with Jesse and, you know, dub, uh, and, you know, dub her best waifu, best girl of, um, you know, <coughs> uh, this first part of what, um, is a trilogy of Final Fantasy seven remake games. And it's hard to deny that Jesse really stood out, um, where she was really just more of a side character. There was a lot of reason to fall in love with her character. Not just in being like, man, I wish Cloud and her could continue having some sort of a relationship, um, but also just in like, you rooted for Jesse as a character. I mean, you rooted for all of them, uh, but for those who played the original game and know what happens to Jesse, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, you know, it, it, was, in, it was in her fate to die and, you know, at this point, you if you haven't played the game or seen gameplay of it, um, you you do know she still does perish, and it is heartbreaking, and it's sad, and it sucks. <coughs> and it's one of those things where you kind of just want to be like, damn, do I even care anymore? Which, obviously, you do, but it sucks. You know? Especially if you finish the game and you realize, oh, what? Like, Wedge, Wedge made it through the, the fall of the pillar, Biggs made it through, but obviously that's a changing of the fates after the defeat of the Whispers, so who knows what happens going forward with that. The end of it's like, why, why Jesse? But obviously, there there are other reasons. Um, who knows how Biggs' character fits into the future of the remake series, um, and what's going to happen with that, because there's just a lot of questions going forward now. Uh, not just with that, but with other things, which I'll get to in a bit. <coughs> Um, but you know the focus was always on this triangle relationship between when it comes to Cloud, Aerith, and Tifa Um, going back to like the original game there was a lot of belief that realistically um, while he cares for Tifa you know he may have actually been in love with Aerith Um, there's a difference in their relationships where you definitely know like Cloud loves Tifa but you just don't know if it's out of like a brother or sister kind of love with their history. And with Aerith, there's definitely a protector kind of loving relationship there. Um, and in this one, like you kind of go, it kind of, the game really forces that idea of like which one does Cloud seem to, I don't want to say care for, but which one does Cloud really seem to have more of a, an affection towards it's hard to describe because of the way <coughs> dialogue certain dialogue paths and ch- uh, choices are 
Um, I know in my playthrough, I kind of went back and forth between the two of them in a sense. Um, I did want the Aerith cutscene um, rather than the Tifa cutscene in, I believe, the 14th chapter. Um, and I do feel like among Aerith and Tifa, um, I'm leaning towards Aerith as the one that, like, my version of Cloud is... Um, showing more affection towards. Um, and that that's just because uh, Tifa right now <clears throat> just isn't as interesting as a character, uh, as Aerith. Um, and that's both with and without. That's both like considering the changes to her and not considering them. <coughs> it's just based off the interactions, the way they talk, the kind of effect that um, Aerith and Cloud have on each other. Um, yeah, so that, that's kind of how that goes for me. Uh, in terms of the gameplay, um, I talked about kind of the slower pacing and just that, like, some of the side missions just felt really like, really, this is what I'm doing. But overall, it was, it was a lot of fun. <coughs> Combat took a little while for me to get used to, um, coming from playing Final Fantasy, uh, fifth. I think that's correct. I think 15 is the one with uh, Nox, uh, Nox and the boys. That was the last Final Fantasy uh, main game that I played. So the combat system is definitely different. Um, it's definitely similar in that, like you are controlling like one character at a time, and then you can sort of you can switch between them. Um, but you can also you know choose sort of like how you want them to fight, and they're weapons and stuff and once you got the hang of it uh it made it a lot it was actually really really fun to do it was really seamless um once you got a hang of it and you know if you were also just you know changing your mapping around with your buttons um your keyboard and all that it made things um even even easier for you so actually once you get uh, once you got a hang of how the combat system worked and you mapped it to your preferences uh it was it was actually one of the more enjoyable combat systems for me um, for Final Fantasy fighting. And I did play this game with a controller. Um, it just felt more natural for me for this particular kind of a game, uh, especially when doing the, when just traversing and walking around in general, that just felt so much easier for me to be using a mouse and keyboard, uh, to be using, um, using sticks. <coughs> um, the mini games were fun. I thought mini games were fun and funny. Um, I like I said, I didn't spend too much time trying to focus on completing all of them and getting like the best score and all the rewards for all of them. Uh, but I will go back to it when now that you know, just completing and getting the story done is no longer my priority because I've done that. <coughs> that being said, um, overall, just on the main DLC, I would probably give that. Uh, on the main campaign, I'd probably give it an 8 out of 10 on my rank. Uh, I didn't think it was... I didn't think it was a perfect game. I think it is more than a worthy uh, remake uh, for people who loved Final Fantasy VII. I think it gives them more than what they asked. Um, my, my My gripe is that as of right now... Some of the choices that you make, you don't know if they really matter in the long run because it's just the first part 
of three games. Um, so I'm hoping that like it does feel like it will matter, like in Mass Effect. Like when I when I think of trilogies that really matter, uh, Mass Effect trilogy, you really get rewarded for playing each game and what your decisions do. Even though you could play like Mass Effect two or three, not having played the previous games, and you can sort of sort of speed through that. But you know, for those like me who played the first uh, two Mass Effect games. Um, trying to get every playthrough and trying to do everything and complete everything. Um, there was a lot of joy in seeing how that all came into three. I could go into why I played three once and then I, it was hard for me and then became impossible for me to will myself to complete the third, a second time, um, a different time. But <laughs> for trilogies that make you want to do everything and make every choice feel like it was significant this did that for me uh that that's a series that i hope um final fantasy 7's remakes can do and replicate that kind of joy and feeling um in terms of that replay capability i can't say like i'm gonna replay the whole game i will do chapter select just so i could do all those extra things but i don't see a need to replay the entire game um just to try to go through different choices and things like that um, from start to finish. <laughs> um, that's part of the reason this gets an 8 out of 10. It's just like, I don't really care to re-experience the whole story, but I do care to re-experience, uh, to experience all the things I didn't get to experience yet. Um, and voice acting was solid. The game looks great. The game plays great. Uh, never had issues with uh, frame rate crashing, so that's all technically amazing. <coughs> um, excuse me. Uh, some of the changes they made in terms of, you know, uh, in terms of story. Right now, I don't have a problem with that. It's just I want to see how it all plays out in the end, and it's going to be a while before we get there. I know um, a reunion is on its way, and I can't wait. It's going to be a while before I get to it because. I will once again be waiting for um, a PC uh, version of the game. But, you know, that is what it is. So my rating on this as a whole could just change when it's finally all said and done and we see how it all plays out. Because it's it's weird to me because this is one complete game set in the Midgar portion. But knowing that there's so much more to this makes me have to be considerate of finishing it when it's complete because i know what the original game's complete story is and i know that for them their story isn't complete this is just the first part of it <coughs> now speaking of add-ins and next parts innovation takes place uh in between um the main campaign um right before the tower falls i think it's about when yuffie arrives in the Sector 7 slums when Cloud uh, Cloud falls into Eric's church and is split up from Barrett and Tifa. And then, um, you know, it ends with the fall of uh, the pillar and the destruction of Sector 7 slums. <coughs> well, actually, the destruction of Sector 7 in general. And um, that was actually kind of fun. 
Um, I did enjoy Condor. I did enjoy Fort Condor. That was a lot of fun. Um, and it was actually incredibly more in depth than I thought it would be, uh, where you really do want to pay attention to how you, <coughs> how you do your matchups against your opponents. That is something I did complete. Um, and it was a pain in the ass, but totally fun and worth it. It is very stressful. And it's crazy to think where you start from to where you finish in it is when you are that first, um, like level one people, those first level one people, um, pretty smooth. But immediately from there, you are just trying to focus on surviving until basically sudden death and just making sure you have one done. Because by those times you're not gonna you're not gonna destroy them completely. You are just hoping to have the lead by the time the clock runs out or be the one that takes sudden death. And that was stressful, but enjoyable. Um I did spend a lot more time on that than I feel like I would like to in terms of like I didn't use really any of the material I gained from it or anything like that. Um yeah, so it, I didn't think it was absolutely necessary, but I didn't enjoy doing it. It's a very short DLC. It's only two chapters. <coughs> but it was a lot of fun. I loved playing as Yuffie um, because she was so different. I loved her ability, ability to you know, switch her elements because that was a really interesting way to fight. Um, and the way she um, had her synergy with Sonon was really cool. Um, I really enjoyed uh, playing through that, but I did find some of the fights to be kind of <coughs> when Yuffie was no longer alone, it got easy. It got a little too easy where even on the final boss against, uh, Nero, uh, it was over before I realized it was over. Like I was like, Oh, I can't believe I got through that so quickly. And and that's simply because when Yuffie was alone, you really had to be more careful about her getting hurt, uh, because she she could take damage really quickly and go down super fast if you weren't being careful. And you know if you're not paying attention to your limit bar or you use it improperly when you do something else instead of healing, um, it can really bite your ass. And there is a delay. There is a couple moments where it. Uh, where you will select a healing item or spell, and from the moment she tries to do it, she is vulnerable to attack, and it could kill her. And that happened a lot in the main game, too. So healing is such a bitch, honestly. <coughs> that being said, um, there were ways to get around it, you know, using synergy, or I forgot which material lets you cast cure on both of you guys at the same time. I took advantage of that. Sonon's ability to sacrifice himself to auto-revive um, Yuffie was also very useful. Um, but that synergy really just made things too easy. There were times where you would just spam. I could spam the same move over and over again. It would automatically... Uh, I would end fights extremely quickly, and I took advantage of that in the fight against Nero, too. So, you know, it's not that it was a complaint, but it was definitely one of those things where I'm like, oh, wow, that was... That's a that's that's a funny exploit that really doesn't make me have to work hard <coughs> as a gamer. And that's, you know, you have your opinion on how you feel about that. In my case, I didn't really complain about it, 
but it was more like, ooh, that's kind of like, I don't think they expected that to happen in terms of this is how they're going to fight and beat some of the harder bosses and stuff. All in all, I enjoyed this introduction to Yuffie um, and understanding who she is as a character, a little bit more about Wu Tai. And, and, and I like that it gives you a bit more motivation on her as a character and as a future party member for those people who've played the original games and like know more about Yuffie and how she comes in the, uh, into the original Final Fantasy VII game. This is a little bit more different. Um, it gets you to really like her. It gets you to really empathize with her and want to know more about the situation with Wutai because Wutai is just painted as the enemy of Midgar, a evil group of people and all that kind of stuff. And this gives you a little bit more, especially because in the intermission DLC, um, you know, they're working, uh, Wutai is working with Avalanche who are part of Midgar. So it's, 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 it changes the narrative around things for you. Um, if you're getting introduced to Final Fantasy seven in the remake games. Um, yeah. Yuffie as a character feels pretty solid. Sonon was a good balance to her in terms of responsibility. Uh, kind of a interesting cop of like making Sonon's sister nearly in a, a replica of Yuffie, which adds to why he might care for her so much. <coughs> why he also went out of his way to help her and die for her. <coughs> Spoiler alert. She didn't know. Especially because it replicates how he was in he was unable to do the same for his little sister. But you have to love how <coughs> they bounce from the very hot-headed, immature Yuffie to the very, like, stoic kind of Sonon. Um, really sad to lose Sonon, just because I thought he was such a good character. Um, I, I, I'm interested to see how these... Um, if it was an underground, I think, yeah, come into play because they were a very big focal point in Dirge of Cerberus. That was one I never played for the PS2. Um, my cousin did, but I wasn't there to actually get to enjoy that with him. So um, who knows if we're going to look into Dirge of Cerberus in the future, considering like Reunion or um, what is it? <coughs> um, what is that game called? Um Crisis Core, sorry. Crisis Core got kind of a got a facelift and an update um, along with this, and that's um, I'm definitely going to get into that uh, once it goes on sale because I need money and I need to save where I can. I'm not going to not buy video games. Like who does that? But anyways, yeah. So um, I'm wondering if Dirge of Service will also be getting some sort of. Uh, facelift or remake and i know for people um who played the original they may have liked it for what it was but it was by far uh not the best final fantasy 7 uh game uh that they made focusing back on um you know the first game of the remake and the yuffie dlc altogether i give things an eight it's not flawless but it is more than worthy of carrying on the legacy of Final Fantasy VII and ushering this new age. Um, I can't wait to see where the second and third game and so forth goes for the universe. <coughs> um, and I'm extremely excited. I just hope they can do enough to make the entire experience of this Final Fantasy remake feel like a complete 10 
rather than great individual pieces. Um, and I'll be updating things as I go into um, talking about Crisis Core and seeing how all that connects um, with the remake. I know they didn't really they didn't remake it. It's it's more of a facelift than anything, um, with some changes to combat and I think updates to the voice acting because they're using the same actors now. Everything's voice acted um, in Crisis Core's um, refresh. <coughs> so yeah, looking forward to it. Can't wait to see what happens for the future. I'm really excited. Um, I love this game. Um, it's one of my favorite remakes that they've done, that the game has done. Um, and it has a lot of nostalgia filling for me, but a lot of excitement for what comes next.